the director of ceremony, Me Mangwenya. Uh, I don't know where to start this morning. Having been introduced by a friend of mine, Re Ongemete Sosa. It is most humbling to be standing here. Normally, Dr. Ongemete Sosa would just call me OT. ไม่ต้องเบียดนักการพัฒนาที่ผมบีจากที่ไทยเจริญฮาราเจริญกรุณาเอาคนอื่นบัสต์ดัชวันเอาคนบัสต์ดัชวันเอาคนบัสต์
in markets to ensure efficiency that firms become competitive through the raising of productivity and the social welfare is increased. Directoral ceremonies, competition in business is the activity or condition of striving to gain or win something by overcoming or establishing superiority over others when it comes to the provision of a good service. Firms compete for survival in the marketplace and hence they are constantly looking for ways to outforce rival firms. The markets that embody attributes of perfect competition having many buyers and sellers, free entry and exit, symmetry information and producing similar goods among others are widely accepted as being ideal for society. They are good for sellers because they produce a wide variety of quality goods and services as efficiently as possible and they are good for buyers because they can purchase a wide variety of goods or services at the lowest possible price. Resources such as land, labor and capital are also allocated efficiently in the production of these various goods and services when there is perfect competition. Thus, a market where there is a perfect competition is considered good for society because it maximizes social welfare. But markets do not always embody these attributes because as firms com compete, each one attempts to outfox the other by differentiating their products and services to try and attract many customers to itself as possible. Information is asymmetric because a seller would not want to reveal their trade secrets to competitors. In some cases, there are few big firms that dominate the market coexisting with many others that are smaller and struggling to survive. The dominant firms undercut the smaller firms, forcing them out of business. In some cases, the market size can only make it uh, profitable for one, two or three firms to play in that, in that space. Whenever there are few big firms in the market, there is always the chance that they, will, they may collude overtly or tacitly to keep others out of business. Thus, when any one of the attributes of perfect competition are violated, markets left on their own are likely to fail. To avoid market failure, regulation is needed. Maybe that's why we have this competition authority. Regulation is needed to ensure that businesses are not behaving anti-competitively as this leads to resource misallocation, consumer exploitation, and overall reduction in social welfare. Avoiding such an outcome through regulation of markets is part of the mandate of the competition authority. Directors of ceremonies in the marketplace, it is firms that are competitive that survive. To increase competitiveness, that is your ability to compete in a business environment,
firms must invest in those things that will make them more productive. This is more sales and more efficient, lower costs. Thus, firms must continuously invest in technology, research, and development, become creative and innovative, and ensure that they employ workers with the right skills and competencies and invest in further developing their human capital because this will enable them to stay ahead of competing firms and continuously be able to produce quality goods and all render quality services that are needed by society. I think you have been asking yourself questions. Why is he here? He comes from a science and engineering school. Even in places like ours, in institutions like ours, we encourage competition. And it has to be fair, it has to be transparent, it has to be accountable. For that reason, I think uh, as BIOST, we have to live to the ideals of fair competition. We have to inculcate in our young people that they have to play it by the books. The procurement process in a young developing institution like ours have to live up to the ideals, the vision and goals of uh, an entity like the competition authority. Otherwise, it will just be anarchy. And, and how, do we, how are we held accountable? Because we are a government-funded entity. How are we held accountable if uh, we cannot uh, put fair play and competition uh, before our staff, before our young people at BIRST? I was talking uh, to the CEO earlier on to say, because we are a science and engineering technology school, we make it a point that 15% of the total credit of our education at BIOST is non-science subjects. It has to be economics, it has to be uh, business management, it has to be project management, it has to be pro uh, entrepreneurship. We are doing that uh, deliberately so that our young people, when they graduate, they can go into the world of work and fit perfectly so that they know that they are doing whatever they do uh, for society but not for themselves. But as they do that, they have to do it in a very open, transparent, ethical conduct. And that is what uh, we preach at BIUST. To adequately examine and understand the way business is organized, one must look at each commodity or service value chain in its entirety, right from procurement, production, processing, packaging, distribution, and retail all the way until the commodity or service reaches the actual consumer. At each stage of the value chain, value addition takes place in conjunction with the transactions or exchanges between various actors involved in the production of a good or provision of the service. With each transaction, the seller puts in a markup which eats away at the profit margin made by the next entity along the value chain. One of the many ways in which firms act strategically to capture as much profit for themselves as possible is to make sure that they are well integrated into the market. Such integration may be vertical or horizontal. 
with vertical integration, it may be either downstream and or upstream, so that the firms own the entire value chain. Whereas the horizontal integration, the firms merges with other firms at the same level of operation along the value chain. In my address, I'll highlight on vertical integration because the issue we need to ponder today is whether the vertical integration is shrinking the size of the market or making it more accessible to more players. Ladies and gentlemen, with vertical integration, the focus is on the extent to which the firm owns its downstream or downstream or upstream suppliers or both. With forward integration, the firm sets up subsidiaries that distribute and market products to consumers or user products themselves. And with backwards vertical integration, the firm sets up subsidiaries that produce some of the inputs used in the production of its products. In some instances, you do not get completely vertically integrated firms that own the entire commodity value chain. For example, a business such as Sandfoods, which I'm sure we are all familiar with, can be said to be vertically integrated. The ability to integrate a business comes as the business grows, and it is also a function of resources availability, access, and capability of business owners. When one looks at our markets in Botswana, it is easy to see that it is the well-established ones, the incumbents, who have been around for some time, cultivated a niche for themselves and are resource-rich who have the capability to integrate that have done so. So, we have few big well-integrated businesses existing alongside small businesses, which in some cases are startups. The question is, do we want broad-based development that touches everyone's lives in Botswana? If we do, then we must do everything possible to support small, micro, medium enterprises, SMEs, and startups. More so that we face challenges of unemployment and the working poor. In some cases, people are compelled to go into small businesses to supplement their incomes, but if there is no market for the goods and services that are produced by SSMEs, SMMEs, what is the way forward? Let me pause here again. At Bust, we are set up for a purpose. The purpose being, we are dependent on minerals only. And the country needs to diversify its economic base. It is not going to happen by chance. It will be through a concerted effort by ensuring that uh, through the research and development that we do, not only Bills, University of Botswana and others, there has to come products and services that will go up into the market as startups, that will go into the market as small and medium enterprises. And when we do that, I think uh, we shall achieve the vision of this great nation of having a more diversified base in Botswana.
more diversified economic uh, base in Botswana. Otherwise, we are going to sing the song of diversification for many years. What is it that we do in practical terms to ensure that the economy is diversified? I've, I've just given you one indication of what we can do. Otherwise, it's sing along. Okay, national, uh, natural resource-based economy to a knowledge-based economy, diversified economy. Everybody says that. But what do we do in practical terms? It's a challenge to you, uh, the competition authority, so that uh, we can really help us or not to start thinking practice, practical applications, challenge builds, challenge University of Botswana, challenge Botswana, challenge many other universities to say you must come up with things that are tangible, that we can see, that uh, practically can increase the diversification of the economy of this nation. The presence of integrated business at the national level, Bosen Foods, Botswana Chicken, regional, Renalibo Chobis, at international level, Renalibo KFCs, Bowl Works, in Botswana presents an additional challenge for small businesses and startups. I think we are just being honest here. No hiding behind any, anything. Present the challenge uh, to uh, small businesses and start, uh, startups when it comes to competition. Uh, if you go to all these villages, small businesses are dying. They are dying because of the larger corporations. These big businesses source majority of inputs for projects they produce locally from neighboring uh, nations such as South Africa, where they are based. Yet, this is the same place where our SMMEs saw the inputs as well. Because the integrated firm owns its value chain, it can produce the inputs at a lower price compared to the SMME. This makes the final goods from the small local businesses more competitive, more expensive than the imported goods from the integrated firm. Consequently, the SMMEs are outcompeted in the market. When this happens, the business closes and we have less employment, which translates to lower incomes and reduction in social welfare. And you grew up in all these villages, no they are gone. When Chopis comes, it is a roaring machine. And those folks uh, in the small vehicles and other places, they cannot, they cannot compete uh, with the prices uh, provided by a chain store. They can't, so they have to close down. What can competition authority do? Perhaps the CA needs to look critically at the type of business model it wants to drive to ensure that there is healthy competition in the marketplace across all sectors. But competition is only one side of the coin. The issue of competitiveness is also critical because big businesses often claim that they cannot procure from SMEs because of irregular supply, low standard, and poor quality products. 
But how do we assist our SMMEs? We need to do more to link our SMMEs to markets by encouraging or even making it mandatory for big businesses to procure a certain percentage of what is on their floor space from SMMEs in the same line of business. This could be linked to big businesses' corporate social responsibility mandate. If these two are linked, then big businesses will expect SSR to be compelled to source a portion of inputs and products from SMMEs and show that some skills and in some instances technology transfer takes place. Such a step would have to be accompanied with an obligation on the part of the big businesses to provide adequate training for the small business owners on how to get the product or service to the standard and level of quality of the big business. In this way, a win-win uh, solution is created. The size of the cake is increased and each participant in the value chain gets a bigger share. These are some of the issues and possible solutions that we need to reflect and deliberate on as we seek to find solutions to improve our well-being as a nation. I'm just, I'm just putting across to you uh, experts and practitioners on how we can join hands really to all survive. Because we need each other. Uh, we need to create more employment. We need to have an economic environment that is uh, thriving. And, and, and I've, just, I've just suggested something, that let's pass on the know-how to those that are upcoming and learning uh, so that uh, all of us can be happy. We can, we can feed our children. We can feed our relatives. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, remember Vision 2036? We must all be together and try to help each other uh, to make this uh, a great nation. I know His Excellency the President has a vision, and his vision is uh, to make this nation a high-income country. High-income country, not the medium-sized uh, nation that we are. It means that uh, all of us are challenged and we must work together to make sure that, that it happens. It is so embarrassing to have a nation with so much wealth, if I were to call it that. And then you go to one part of the country and people are wallow, wallowing in poverty. You don't want to see that because we can uh, take pride that uh, we are a high-income country, but uh, if there are still people who spend a, a day or a night with our empty stomach, it is not good for us. It is not good for us. Turning to the subject of state-owned state enterprises, as alluded to earlier, there are certain instances when the size of the market makes it better to allow for a natural monopoly, such as is often the case with utility uh, companies. In Botswana, we look to the likes of water utilities company, a Botswana Power Corporation, due to the nature of the good being provided. It is often justified in many quarters to have the state-owned enterprise to ensure that people get water and electricity which are essential goods at an affordable price. At an affordable price. But with a monopoly, a lot of inefficiencies are incurred. Production, service delivery, revenue collection, 
are poor. And this impacts negatively on the business and reduced social welfare. The entity faces no competition from anyone else and this leads to inefficiency. In these instances, there is need to carefully look at the service value chain with a view to introduce a competition, raise efficiency and productivity. Perhaps it would have been wise to have different actors focused on production, distribution and revenue collection, since doing so would allow for better focus and specialization of resources directed at a specific mandate which would increase efficiency and productivity. There is also need for competition authority to introduce anti-blocking rules, anti-competitive measures, harmonize accountability, competitive neutrality, transparency, and consistent application of rules for subsidy or state aid. To other categories, of SOEs are those involved in the production of goods like the Botswana Meat Commission. Perhaps at its inception it was justifiable for the BMC to have a monopoly on exports. It may have been justifiable because of the difficulty at the time farmers faced in accessing external markets. For example, meeting all the beef standards and quality requirements, including the sanitary and phytosanitary conditions required to access European uh, markets, would have been tough. Would have been tough. And so, having BMC monopolize beef exports would have led to the greater ability to adhere to these standards. But the downside is that supply has not been able to meet demand even uh, with the quota that we had with the European Union. Yet, we do have players in the market who are able to meet requirements of these uh, external markets. Dismantling the monopoly and allowing for competition will increase efficiency and productivity and enable technology transfer and skills acquisition so that uh, more people are able to participate in external markets. Successful entities will employ more people. Consumers will benefit from consuming better quality meat at a lower price. Nevertheless, even here, there is always a role of the regulator to be vigilant, because if a few players overtly or tacitly collude, consumer welfare will be tacitly collude consumer welfare will be greatly reduced. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen and colleagues, as state-owned enterprises are reconfigured and in some cases closed down because they can no longer compete in the market, other social ills such as retrenchment, unemployment, will naturally arise. Here, tertiary institutions like where I come from, Bust, have a critical role to play in ensuring that they provide or assist in the provision of the appropriate curricula 
that will assist in retooling workers so that they can easily shift from one job to the next. A science and technology university such as ours needs to ensure that it plays its role fully in ensuring that Botswana not only has a skilled and competitive labor force, but it also develops and produces venture creators who can contribute to the maximization of society's welfare. I thank you. Pula.